When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What I can reiterate for you is the president's uh, view uh, that we shouldn't have, broadly speaking, uh, vigilantes patrolling our communities with assault weapons. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Ah, I see. I see. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. We could have people looting and rioting, <laughs> occupying police precincts. Throwing bags of crap at cops, attacking children in their own cars. But man, broadly speaking, says the broad, no vigilantes with guns. All right, whatever the hell. It's Sean. It's the Sean Show. I'm Sean. This is my show. And the phone lines are open to 1059955. The jurors, jurors, the jurors in the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case, are going to start deliberating soon. It's always very difficult to predict you know, how long they're going to take. They could come back in a few minutes. They could come back in a week. Uh, I didn't sit and watch the, the trial coverage yesterday. I took a nap. That was funny. I took a nap. Oh, I can't do it the second time. I took a nap and uh, picked up the highlights. Kenosha Assistant District Attorney uh, James Krause who is an oddly shaped man. That's right, I'm I'm body shaming him because he's a jerk. He is an oddly shaped dude. Don Morgan laughed at that. He looks like a gourd. He just looks like a pumpkin of some kind. He looks like something that grows in the fall. That's all I'm saying. Either that or a very large block of cheese. And he starts going off on how uh, Kyle Rittenhouse brought a gun to a fist fight. He was too cowardly to use his own fists to get his way out. To fight his way out, he had to start shooting. He was freaking attacked, you pumpkin. He was attacked. You wedge of cheese. Hey, buddy, look, guy looks like he smells of cheese. Doesn't that guy look like he smells of like he smells like cheese, Chris? He is a very oddly shaped man. He smells like last week's lunch. He does, like leftovers <laughs> that have been sitting there for a week, right? With cheese in it, and then the uh, the the primary prosecutor, the DA, he, he holds up the AR-15 and points it at the jury. Man, finger on the trigger and everything. What a stooge dance! And I can't figure out if it's if they're trying to bungle this on purpose. In that maybe they, I I, I don't know, man, because I, I've never seen such nonsense in a trial. I mean, they really, these guys are, they're either doing this on purpose or they are the crappiest bunch of attorneys ever. A caller commented earlier how funny it would have been, you know, it would have been a scene out of like a comedy as soon as he held up the gun and pointed, the whole jury just (laughs) sucked and hit the deck. Well, you know, have you not been paying attention to this whole Alec Baldwin thing? I'm like, the dude obviously doesn't know how to handle a weapon. He's got his freaking finger on the trigger. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been a stunning mistrial. He splattered the jury all over the back wall. Oops. <laughs> so I don't know how it's going to go. What do you think? Do you think, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, a guy emailed me yesterday and mistook something I was saying because uh, I said the one thing that could hitch this thing up for Kyle Rittenhouse is if he got some folks on that jury who are anti-gun, and they all they see is him walking into town with an AR. And the guy emailed me and said, you could legally own that weapon. I said, that, that it's not what I was saying. If you got some anti-gun folks on that jury, the image of him walking into, ta- into town with the gun is what they're going to see. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I can't predict. Uh, again, you just don't know how long it's going to take. 
jumping. I, I, can we just get it over with? You know, I, I would like to get it over with fairly soon, though. Because frankly, it's it's it's. Get, I'm getting sick of talking about it, especially when you see just how bad their case is. And I think uh, his mom ought to sue the crap out of Biden. Ha- should, should sue the crap out of every MSNBC puke and anybody who called him a white supremacist. Sue the living crap out of him. That little, uh, I forgot his Nick, whatever, the drum kid. Sandman. That would be nothing compared to what they'll get. The pre- you know, there was a, people don't remember this, but in the Manson murder trials way back when in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, if you remember, there was almost a mistrial in the Manson family murders case against the family and against Manson because Richard, President Richard Nixon said something on television to the effect that he thought Manson was guilty. And in fact, at one point during the trial, Manson had one of his followers hold up a copy of the newspaper with the, with the Nixon quote. They, they almost had to call a mistrial. The president of the United States of America called uh, Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. Uh, here's Leonard. Leonard, how you doing? Well, hey, first off, wouldn't a white supremacist not shoot other white people? Well, there you uh, go. Kind of <laughs> that one. But, you know, either way, what I'm seeing, Sean, is the outcome, either way, the fit is going to hit the shin. You're going to have people down in Kenosha, downtown, whatever, in the public park. Either they're going to be popping the top and celebrating and going, Yahoo, our side won. And then the other folks are going to be mad and angry and start start going to fisticuffs because their side lost. So all I can say is uh, the National Guard should have been out there the night of uh, the whole Rittenhouse throwdown, and maybe those people wouldn't have tried to attack him because they'd have National Guard and more cops there to prevent any right. uh, any mayhem. Well, there's, they're, they're, they're obviously bracing for something, whatever the reaction may be. I because when that young man was willing to get on the, the witness stand himself because no criminal defense lawyer worth his salt would ever, ever, right. ever tell you as a defendant in a criminal case to take the stand because the, the prosecutor will get up there and tear you to pieces. But the prosecution, all their witnesses, only <laughs> seemed to say stuff that helped Rittenhouse. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. It was, man. Like, were those guys ever coached or prepped? It didn't look like it. I don't know, man. I appreciate the call, man. Very good points. You know, God knows what's going to go on once the jury does come back with a verdict, no matter what it is. Um, I, if, if he's if he's found guilty, you'll have a lot of upset people, but they're not going to start burning crap in the streets, right? If he's acquitted, or even if he's given some kind of lesser charge, I don't know if they if the judge ruled on that idea or not. But that's when the trouble's going to be, or when the trouble's going to kick in. So I, I don't know, man. It's dicey stuff. But what are you thinking? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Also, man, uh, we'll talk about the Christmas tree, the H-E-B Christmas tree. It's being put together even as we speak at Travis Park in the Alamo City. Because that makes sense. And also, uh, Reese's is offering for this holiday season a 9-inch pie-sized Reese's peanut butter cup. Chris is shaking it. Oh, man, I love me some Reese's peanut butter cups, man. It's bad news. Now, I might get diabetes, but I don't care. I'm going to eat the whole damn thing. No, you won't. They're sold out. They're already sold out? Yeah. Well, what the hell? <laughs> when the hell? Well, they're already sold out. I was looking to get mine, and they're gone. Oh, they're all gone? <laughs> they didn't make enough for everybody? No. Well, what the hell? What are you laughing at? I wanted one. Stupid supply chain. Stupid, sitting on a freaking cargo ship off, off the coast of California, melting. I bought five of them. No, you didn't. You did not. Just throw them away. He's going to lick the top of them and throw them in the trash right in front of you. You don't like Reese's peanut butter cups. It's not that I don't like Reese's. Just, What's wrong with you? I'll have probably maybe one every couple of years. What the hell's wrong with you? That's the best me, candy in the world. It'll probably wow. take me 50 years to eat one of those pies. I'm still eating, uh, we get those little mini cups from Halloween, man. Every time I walk by that candy bowl, I just grab a bunch. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Well, I, uh... You know, <laughs> ever, ever hey. since he got the check up and, check up and found out that his heart is normal, 
He's been <laughs> drinking the regular Coke and not the Zero. Yeah. <sighs> you guys jumping down my crap oh, now. Man. Hey, you know what? Throwing you under the bus. You, yeah, we're throwing you under the bus because you won't look out for yourself, so we have to. I'm just, I mean, me, the guy that you know went after an ice cream truck Sunday, five minutes after I had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Chris did the guy my cardiologist's accent. Ever since you found out your heart was normal. Is it from Boston? <laughs> no, uh, man, he's from some oh, other place. Okay. My heart was normal. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not heard my imitation of my cardiologist cardiologist before? <laughs> my like, heart is normal. Sound like that uh the psychic hotline leader. Was it Miss Cleo? Miss Cleo. Call me now. <laughs> call me now. <laughs> Why don't you call me if you're so psychic? <laughs> <laughs> this show. 210-599-5555. Bizarre little show. Yeah. Your heart is normal. Dread naughty dreadlock. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he did not start singing. He started, Bob started singing songs. to Bob Marley songs. <laughs> Could you be loved? I'd be loved because your heart is normal. It's jamming. Your and heart is jamming. Jamming. It's jamming. Irie. <laughs> Jeez. Stupid. Okay. Uh, let's take a little break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. We're back. 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I freaking hate that the tree is in Travis Park, man. It's so stupid. So stupid. (laughs) Well, it is. I mean... We're the freaking Alamo City, man. We're the freaking Alamo City and the tree, the Christmas tree now, is in Jamie's Bank. I can't remember what the jive reason they gave for it was. Construction, was that what it was? There was going to be construction, I think. Didn't they they say something, too, about Travis Park was more like the center of town becoming the center? Something like that crap. It's just because you hate the. It's because the people who run the city hate the Alamo, because they think it's stolen. We stole it from Mexico, and uh, the Alamo is racist. Rosie Castro wants to tear it down brick by brick. Julian and Joaquin do whatever mommy tells them to do. Oh, it reminds me, Julian, you you didn't get a gig in the administration, did you? That sucks for you. So you know the the tree is in uh, is in uh, tra- going to be in Travis Park, and I I don't go to Travis Park to see the tree. I don't. You know, people come to this town to see the Alamo. This, this town grew around the Alamo, grew out from the Alamo, if you will. And and we have people in this town. That's what the whole reimagining thing was about. They wanted to put it in a box and essentially rewrite the story of it. Thank you, Jesus. They they weren't allowed to move the cenotaph. That would have been a travesty. So I don't know how you feel about it. I know it's a little early to be talking about Christmas crap, but <laughs> yeah, Christmas crap. I just said Christmas crap, and I just said it again. But uh, you know, the fact that they don't have the that was one of my favorite times of of the year was to go downtown and see all the Christmas lights on the Riverwalk and see all the. All the the horse-drawn carriages with all their Christmas crap on. And go see the tree in front of the Alamo. But like the liberal pukes that they are, they always got to ruin stuff. You ever notice that liberals, all they do is ruin stuff? They don't really make anything. They don't produce anything. They don't solve anything. All they do is destroy stuff, man. All they do is ruin crap, man. It's amazing to me. You know how stupid the city looks? That we don't have our city tree at the freaking Alamo because a bunch of liberal idiots had to ruin it. You are ruiners. You are destroyers of worlds. And uh, you know, I, I just I, I think it sucks. I, I don't know. It's not. A, I don't know if it's a big deal to you. You can tell me if you. What do you think? Two one zero because it's going up right now. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 
Do you think it sucks that the city's Christmas tree is no longer in front of the Alamo? I'd like to know what you're thinking about that. Let me know. Also, um, this infrastructure bill, first off, what a stooge fest that was yesterday in the signing. Kamala is there at the podium and the White House announcer. And now welcome Heather Kurtenbach, who was some union chick. And uh, Harris had to actually do it her little awkward, I'm really deep down very insecure about stuff, laugh, you know. Say, wait a minute. <laughs> Kamala, God, nobody likes you. Kamala, I wish, if Kamala Harris is listening to this show, nobody likes you. People in California don't like you. I don't think Joe Biden likes you very much, but he doesn't think much of black people anyway. Heather Kurtenbach doesn't think much of you either, I assume. She is beyond obnoxious. I say this all the time. Kamala Harris is so, you need a new word to describe how obnoxious she is. Because obnoxious itself doesn't do it justice. She's more obnoxious than the word obnoxious. Chris, does that make sense? What? We need a specific word designated to describe her level of being obnoxious. Because obnoxiously obnoxious. She's obnoxiously obnoxious obnoxious. She's obnoxious to the fourth power. All right. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. What a rip-snorting start to this show, huh? Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you, Chris? Hi, Don. How are you guys? I see you, and I see you, and I see you. Don't want to end up in the ICU. Sorry. <laughs> Such a bizarre mood today. What's going on? I don't know. It's, it's only Tuesday. I don't know. You okay? I'm tired. Getting, I want to nap. I'm just get, very tired. Sleep. I don't get enough sleep. Well, I think you're probably taking too long of a nap in the afternoon. I think that you're probably right. Because I got home, and I, I, well, I did a little writing at first when I got home. Well, at the Circle K. It's my, that's my writing spot. And then I and then I went home and I took a nap and I woke up and my wife has done work and <laughs> for about a half hour and like where'd the day go baby I just slept the day away didn't I <laughs> well there's the problem and then I can't sleep at night oh sure I got kinko memes at night let's uh, let's talk to Alex here <laughs> weird Alex how are you man. Hi, good morning. Thank you for taking my thank you for taking my call. I see you. I see you and I hear you. Listen, uh I just have two little quick quick tips to say. I wish they would really, really bring back the Christmas tree that used to be on the very top of the Tower of America. Oh wow. And there's one person in this city that could actually snap their fingers and move that tree from Travis Park to the Alamo, and that would be the one and only one, Charles Butt. You guys have a good day, man. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, man. Charles Butt could do it, man. It's his damn tree. Charles, hey, man, help me out here. <laughs> Put a, get the tree back at, at Alamo Square, man. 2105, or Alamo Plaza, uh, 210-599-5555. You know, one thing about this infrastructure bill, it's, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this. A lot of people don't know what the hell's in this thing. They really don't. People who you know, wrote it don't know what the hell's in this thing. But one thing that's in this thing, in the infrastructure bill, on page 1066, section 242 through 20, I believe, is uh, all new cars will be required to have alcohol monitoring systems. Passive alcohol monitoring monitoring systems. And what does that mean? It means that uh, if you buy a new vehicle after a certain point, it will have technology that can monitor how you're driving to gauge whether you are uh, you know, uh uh driving uh, uh impaired based upon, you know, things like jerking the car or turning too soon or braking too hard. 
and it will have a, a breathalyzer in it. Now, not the kind of breathalyzer that, like, you get if you get a DUI where you got to breathe into a thing before your car starts, okay? This would be a passive breathalyzer, which essentially would be in your steering wheel. And it would be so sensitive, it would be able to, you know, read your breath without you having to blow in any, into anything. And if the steering wheel breathalyzer detects alcohol at the above the level the legal limit, your car won't start. This will have all kind you know. Not sure what this has to do with infrastructure, but and, and I'm not saying getting negative on this because I want people to drink and drive. Certainly not. Okay. Technologically, though, it's problematic because, uh, you know, and I do know this, that breathalyzers, not for personal experience, but I, I, people have, I've talked to who have had to have a breathalyzer in their car, you know, your, your freaking toothpaste can set that thing off. You do a shot of banaca, you'll set that thing off. You do some cold medicine with some alcohol in it, it'll set that thing off. Uh, it, it could be problematic for diabetics, I believe, right, Chris, because of the way they process sugar. Sometimes uh, if you pull over, a cop will pull over someone and think they've been drinking, but they're actually just diabetic and their breath smells like alcohol because of the way they process uh, sugar. So, you know, and plus for it to be on the steering wheel, and, you know, this is just me thinking outside my head here. To have it on the steering wheel, Chris, wouldn't you agree it would have to be extremely sensitive to be able to catch your breath while you're driving? Or before you start a car, uh, you know, I, 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 it doesn't sound like standardized technology to me. I think there's going to be a whole lot of people who won't be able to start their car and they haven't had a single drop. And plus, what the hell? I mean, you, not to mention the cost of the car and how that's going to jack up the price. This kind of technology is not cheap, man. It's just another example of your government wanting to control every freaking part of your life. And again, it's not because I want people to drink and drive. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, we were talking on Wear and Rhyme about the possibility that once they establish this, do they? Do you have to retrofit your car with this stuff? Would you have to then buy the, uh, buy the uh, technology to have it installed in your car? So I don't know, man. This infrastructure bill is wrong and bad on so many different levels. And, baby, very few people are paying attention to it. Very few people are paying attention to it. Uh, I I I haven't done the breakdown myself, but, you know, first off, uh, once the CBO gets a real serious look at it, it ain't going to be no 1.7 trill. It's going to be multi-trillions of dollars, the actual cost of it. And as Trey was saying on Wear and Rhyme, only a, a few billion of it is actually devoted to fixing bridges, (laughs) <laughs> you know, and stuff like that, and, and fixing the highways, working on power grids. A very small amount of the entire uh, bill is about actual infrastructure. We're, in other words, we're getting hosed. This bill is hosing us. It's going to destroy the economy. And a lot of people are just not paying attention. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, if you'd like to call and share your opinion. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Oh, my God, I just accidentally saw a dolphin being born. I was just, you know, cruising my news feed, Chris. You saw it on purpose. Por- on purpose. Porpoise. I mean, dolphins are great. I love dolphins. That video with Scott Robbins hugging the dolphin because it was on his bucket list down there at SeaWorld. That was cool. Doesn't necessarily mean I want to. I want that. I want to. You know, see a dolphin giving birth. Yeesh. That's some cloudy water. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. Well, I mean, because you know the dolphin comes out, but all that other other stuff comes out too. You mean after the birth? <laughs> Precisely. Here's Alex, or I'm um, Jeff. Jeff, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. What are you uh, thinking? You know, back when Obama was elected, he passed a uh, infrastructure bill, which was just another uh, Democratic 
and that, that's all this thing is is a slush fund. They're going to use it for whatever the heck they want to. Well, there's a lot in there where they just kind of give money to illegals. <laughs> for, yeah, uh, on many different they're, levels. Well, they're just trying to make it a, a communist country, a socialist, whatever you want to call it. They really are. Uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I, it took me a little while to get to that opinion, but that's precisely what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing, and and they're uh, they're getting by with it. We're standing by and watching it happen. Yep, yep. Well, we got to keep showing up at these school board meetings. Going to keep showing up at city council meetings, and uh, and make our voices known, man. That that's the only thing to do. And and vote. Get out there and vote. I appreciate the call, man. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It really is a commie takeover, a communist takeover, uh, when you look at this thing. You know, again, very little of it has anything to do with infrastructure. You know, a, a very small, relatively small portion of it has to do with, with the infrastructure, with roads and things like that. The rest of it is all racial justice stuff, equity stuff. You know, again, Paying people, really being an illegal alien in America right now is a good. Make, you're making a great living <laughs> with this thing. Here's Ben. Ben, how you doing? Oh, I hit the wrong button. Ben, right, hey, you? there you are. Hey. Hey. Uh, no, I would just like to say that uh, Gordon C. Jennings, he's the oldest Alamo defender. He was. He is my fifth great grandfather. Mm-hmm. His brother died at Goliad, but anyways. Uh, I'd like to see if they could move the Christmas tree by his headstone, which is a cenotaph. Hmm. But uh, no, it's stuck anyway. in Travis Park. That's where it's going to be. God, what a bummer! It doesn't make any sense, dude. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Why the tree is it in, is in Travis Park? Yeah, I don't understand that. It's always great going there and always moving to see the plaza lit up and well they ruined it kind of takes you back they did well enjoy your show sean oh, thank you love you brother thank you brother they ruined it chris it's all the pukes do is they ruin stuff man and i'm not really i'm not being funny i'm being absolutely truthful they, they again as i said you, you know you look at this infrastructure bill and it's just pumping out money it's just it's printing money up for people that they feel they need politically. That's all it does. And, it, it, and there's an inherent insult, insult there, too. Uh, and this kind of goes back to the underlying racism of the Democratic Party right now in America, is that they think that they could just buy you off. And maybe for a lot of people they can. Uh, the illegals coming in, well, we'll just give them money. They owe a lot of money to the cartels. They <laughs> Right. Because that's predominantly what it does. It just hands money to the illegal immigrants, to the illegal aliens. I don't say migrants anymore. Illegal aliens. Pays them off, gives them free health care, gives them free money. Uh, and then you have, uh, and then you have uh, all this equity stuff that, you know, for communities where there's lots of black people, I guess, there's different programs and free money. And they, again... The idea being that, you know, you'll just, if, if you fling money at people, they'll just vote for you. Now, a lot of people will. But it's not, the thing to remember is it's not free money. <laughs> There's no such thing as free money. It's got to come from somewhere, and it comes from you and me, baby. You and me. It's disgusting. So if you have any thoughts, uh, give me a call. 210-599-5555. 210 uh, got some gender stuff coming up too. We have a uh, stu- student, a student in New Hampshire, a football player who was suspended for for breaking the anti discrimination policy by stating that there are only two genders. So we'll uh, we'll get into that stuff. Uh, we got a couple of gender stories actually coming up. Here's Lee. Lee, how you doing? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? I got a Beto alert. A Beto alert. What's this? Yeah, he's over here on St. Mary's across from the AT&T building. Is he really? They're uh, the union workers. He's lining them all up to vote for him. 
<laughs> Beto. That leprechaun. He's, you know, I, I, I know I should never say never, but I, I can't believe that anybody would vote for him to be governor. Not after, you know, really failing on the presidential trail and losing to Ted Cruz. I, I just can't believe anybody takes him seriously. Yeah, well, he's got a long line of people. Does he really? That's yeah, funny. Heard. All right, man. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate the call. Beto, you're a freaking leprechaun. You're a fake Mexican, man. Does somebody steal your lucky charms? Freaking leprechaun. He's an a-hole. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it, man. That guy is, you know, I, I, Kamala Harris is obnoxious. Beto is, is the, is the, the male Kamala Harris, okay? He's the male honky, uh, Kamala Harris. Guy is so obnoxious. Yeesh. Here's, uh, oh, I got no time. We'll, we'll try to get to Wayne when we come back. Wayne, hang on. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little breaky wanky. Check out the news and then we'll be back and we'll talk some more smack on News Talk 550 KTSA. You can't claim self-defense against an unarmed man like this. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, we'll see, Mr. Man. We'll see. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. The jury is now officially deliberating in the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial. So uh, we'll see, man. It's hard to predict. Uh, 210-599-5555. I got a gender story, because it's all about gender, man. Gender is everything, man. We have a high school student in New Hampshire. Uh, he was uh, he's suing his school district after he was suspended from playing a football game for allegedly expressing his views that there are only two genders. Uh, the, his lawyer is, uh, is arguing the suspension violated his right to free speech and the New Hampshire Bill of Rights because he expressed his religious beliefs. This is taking place at something called Exeter, Exeter High School, where they have a gender non-conforming students policy, uh, where you are not allowed to discriminate against non-conforming, gender non-conforming students. The stated policy requires uh, that that all programs, activities, and employment practices be free from discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity. And Wayne, hang on. I'm I'm coming to you next. Now, now just think about this for a second, okay? It, It is a freaking biological fact that you have, there are two genders, it's a freaking biological fact, man. There's no... Gender is not a choice. You don't choose your stinking gender, man. Any more than you choose your lungs or you choose your big toe or you choose your ass. It, it's, it, you, you, you have... There are two genders, male and female. So under these kinds of policies, so as not to discriminate, you have to claim a non-truth, Right? You have to speak. You have to utter. Doesn't you, I don't know if you still don't have to think it. We don't have the thought police yet. But you have to utter a, a non-truth. You have to speak a non-truth in order not to s- discriminate against a non or gender non-conforming person. That's freaking ridiculous, man. And I don't care how you live. I got transgender. I got transgender friends. You want to live as the opposite sex? I don't care. Life is short. Make yourself happy. <laughs> you know, if that makes you happy. But this crap that somehow that represents a minority group and that somehow they should be covered by anti-discrimination laws and somehow their pronouns are my freaking responsibility and I have to state that there are more than two genders, which is biologically insane. That's the crap I can't stand. Here's Wayne. Wayne, what are you thinking? Well, I believe... You took a little of my thunder, but I, I agree with that. And why don't we use DNA testing? 
If your DNA testing does not lie, it tells you you're a man or a woman. That's right. You're absolutely and right. So just, I mean, we use it for other things, you know, uh, so we might as well just go to that, DNA testing. Well, it's just, it's uh, odd to me that the quote-unquote party of science buys into this nonsense, man. And it, it, is, it is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Well, by you doing the DNA testing, you cannot deny the science. Well, there you go. I appreciate the call, Wayne. Thanks for holding. Here's Rick. Rick, how you doing? Hey, Rick. Rick, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I you're fine, you man. How you doing, dude? Hey, I have a little, I have a little local podcast, and I say this all the time. There's only two genders. You're either male or you're female. I used to be a police officer, and my department actually told me, but when you go to arrest someone or detain someone, you have to ask them what gender they want to be uh, oh, identified God. as. Are you serious? Yeah. And, and I sure, I never, I never asked them. If, you, if you're male, it's obvious. If you're female, it's obvious. I mean, I'm standing right on top of them with the handcuffs on them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to identify them as what they are. Right. If, if their sexual preference is something else, that's your choice. You're, you're going to have to answer to God when you go. That is your choice. You do whatever you want to do. But you're either female or you're male. There is no other way around it. I agree, man. Uh, that's weird, man. I appreciate the call, man. Could you imagine? It's this woke crap, man. And, you know, I, I, I've said for a long time that I believe here's what I believe happened, okay, with, with the transgendered, uh, the, the obsession with the, this business of there are multiple genders, okay? And I've said it before. And do, do you call me up and tell me, tell me if I, you think I'm full of crap or what. The left feminist movement, in a sense, got themselves into real trouble when he started screaming and yelling about transgendered rights, which really you didn't hear much about until Caitlyn Jenner. Let's face it. Caitlyn Jenner, get, you know, Bruce Jenner gets boobs, and suddenly everybody, everybody's talking about transgendered issues, okay? And the left, because they love minority groups, right? They just love it. You got to, you know. So they, they start obsessing on transgendered rights, and uh, then all of a sudden you you get to the point where transgender dudes are competing against trans you know against women in women's sports and they're winning and i think at that point they realize oh crap we've got ourselves into this position where we now have to argue the rights of men over the rights of women well the only way out of that is the dude has to be a woman <laughs> Suddenly, the party that had argued for a few generations with something that I agree with, that it's not a choice. Your, your sexual orientation is not a choice. I do not believe gay people choose to be gay. I think some people try to act gay or bi or whatever for a little while because it's cool. But by and large, gay people are gay people and straight people are straight people. It's, not, it's no more a choice than me being straight. Suddenly, though, that's all inverted. Now it's completely your choice. Well, that's how you know it's all nonsense because it's all dependent upon your politics yeah ever since uh caitlin started speaking out against the transgenders in sports oh now we got to cancel caitlin that's that's right uh, the the tennis player same thing uh was a sheriff no not sheriff but the the right navratilova right you know gotta cancel her because she's starting to speak the truth so you it's know? really it's all political so you can be whatever you want to identify as as long as your politics line up because if not then you're canceled it's like Winsome Sears is a white supremacist. She's black. They're just ridiculous people, man. Freaking ridiculous people. Here's Chris. Chris, how are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? Well, you know, it all started back whenever, back in the 50s and 60s, and you had the bearded lady at the circus. The bearded now, lady at the circus? <laughs> Lydia, oh Lydia, have you seen Lydia? Lydia, the bearded lady. And then you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when it come out with the Land of the Misfit Island. You know, one was what a you, fish bird. I think you're going a little. Line. I think you're taking. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm not sure what, what you what you mean. You're, you're, it's just going crazy. People are just, you know, it's like we're we're in Land of the Misfit Island here. Land, land of Misfit Toys. I live yeah, in the land of toys. misfit toys, man. <laughs> I went through there. You, you drove but, uh, through there once? It, it's just, 
it's 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 just mind baffling. Then we, you know, all these bumbling buffoons want to be a leader and can't even, you know, lead a string. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right, thanks for the call. Mm. Some interesting language there. Can't even pull a pull a string. I'm not sure I know what that meant. Chris, do you know what that meant? Two ones. What's that line from Ed Wood? Pull the string. Pull the string. I'm sorry. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, I, I don't know what this has to do with Rudolph the Red Devil's Reindeer. I, I, I think what he meant is that we, I guess, you know, at some point we started celebrating people who were not normal. Is that what you think he meant, Chris? Or quote unquote normal? The bearded lady. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I did. I've done done some research on that whole freak show thing. Just just a quick aside, you know, it's a really interesting fact of history because uh, the sideshows were still around when I was a kid, right? Don Morgan probably remembers this stuff too. When we were little kids, you you could still go to a circus or a, or a carnival or a fair, and they'd have the sideshows and they'd have dwarves there and they'd have. You know, odd people or whatever that had some kind of deformity or what have you. Right. And then the freak shows all went away. This movement grew in this country saying, well, you're exploiting them, you're exploiting them, you're exploiting them until they just disappeared. The thing is, those people, that was, for some of those people, not only was it the only way they could make a living, but they made a great living at it. Well, they took what could have been a, a serious setback. And turned it into a way to make money. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, in a lot of cases, that's you know, you look at is what are they going to do? Right. You know, if a guy has, you know, lobster claws for hands right. or something, he can't you know, really do anything he's else. He's not going to be a, a, a brain surgeon. So I mean, it, it just because he's physically unable to. But so you, you have something like this, and I don't ever recall being offended by any of it. No. You know? I was a kid. Just, you know, I was a I little was a kid. kid. I was like, hey. Well, and by the time you and I were going to sideshows, mostly were it was animals, like the cow with two right. noses, yeah. crap like that. The big horse. You know, they they did have. I remember they had one. Uh, they did have the uh, the woman who turns into a gorilla thing, right? Which was done with mirrors and lighting. Yeah. But you know, it, it was. I, I've read I read a book about it once about the sideshow phenomenon in America. And how some of these folks were actually quite wealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the the American Museum that was started by um, P. T. Barnum mm-hmm. featured a lot of these folks, and they were celebrities, and they made a lot of money. And then all of a sudden, and this is what liberals do, right, Chris? They destroy stuff. The uppity liberals came along and said, "You're exploiting them," and took away their livelihood, man. Well, like the contortionists, you know. If I could get paid to just sit on my own head, I would. <laughs> Some say I already do. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we've noticed this in that vicinity quite often. So. Yep, that's what my wife says. <laughs> Heads up the ass. All right, 210. <laughs> 210- <laughs> I sit on my own forehead. 210-599-5555. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back 22 minutes after 10. Rudy J. from ESPN, the sports star, joins us from the morning show, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday with Rob Thompson. How are you? Lovely, lovely, lovely. How Love, are you? I'm, I'm, I am I'm. need a nap. I, I don't know why. Need I'm one? Just, I'm just you ready? Gonna, I just always need a nap, man. Yeah. What's wrong with me? It's all good. <laughs> are you, you, I see the Bucky Scully. Or do you stop every time? Is that like a must I, on your family trip? If we pass a Bucky's, we go into the Bucky's. Yeah. And then come out a hundred bucks later. Yeah, with you know some s- scorpions and plastic. Yeah, some beaver nuggets. Don't go in there with a three year old. No, He's, man. My gosh, she's grabbing everything. I uh, but there's so much to grab. I love Bucky's. Man, yeah. but the food is great. Food is good. Food I love the good. beef jerky. I love the jerky. I like the kolaches. The, uh, and they I've warm never, them up. I haven't had their kolaches. They warm yet. them up for you. Oh, nice. I told my kids one like because for example next week, go to Dallas. Right. For Thanksgiving. I tell either we're going on the way or we're going on the way back. We're not doing both, so y'all pick. Normally they do on the way. Yeah. 
You gotta hit Bucky's. I got yeah, got I got a Bucky's bumper sticker on my you car, do? man. Yes, Are I do. Because I love Bucky's so much. That place is like it's you know, they gotta do like three million bucks a day, right? Something crazy it's like that. It's gotta be. Because they just opened up a couple of new ones here in the state, uh, not, not too far away from here. Yeah. And then we've passed one on the one way in, to Houston. There's, there's one in Katy, there's one in Temple. Right. Luling. And then I what? think they're supposed to do one in Bernie, I thought. I think so. I thought they were doing one in Bernie. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, don't he's put, right. We do, yeah, we got one in Bernie. Okay. See? I, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I have a, like, I don't go hang out in bars. Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't hang out in bars. I don't do any of that crap. My weakness is convenience stores. I love really? convenience because I've worked in six of them over the course of my radio career when I was in between gigs. So what are your thoughts on Quick Trip? I, I just I just love convenience stores in general. Oh, and, and that no matter which one. Yeah, I mean, I, I my favorite, are, I like the Valer- I like the, at least we call the Valeros, now they're the Circle K. Circle K. I go to the Circle K just to be there, man. <laughs> so so like Bucky Bucky's is like the Parthenon That's of, like, of freaking, yeah. of freaking convenience stores. It's, it is. It's the, it's the pyramids of Giza of freaking convenience stores. Yeah, yeah. First time I walked into a Bucky's when I came to Texas, I was like, "I'm home." Yeah, the first one. <laughs> and their ice is cheap. The ice is cheap. Yeah, they got cheap. weird crap you could buy. You could buy ball caps. They put the camera up on your car so you don't have to lean over and remember which pump. Oh, That's right, right, right. Because I can never remember. Like, because they have like pump. 49. <laughs> like, how am I going to remember 49 after shopping for 10 minutes? I, I forget where, when we went out to Houston, we came, yeah. we kind of came back, uh, we got lost a little, came back a weird way, going through all these small towns. Well, were you trying to avoid traffic? No, I don't know. I, I, you're just, I missed, you're just I, exploring. I, no, I just missed the turn I was supposed to make. <laughs> okay. And so we ended up having to come through all these small towns, and I can't remember what the town was. It was a tiny little Texas town. Yeah. Between here and Houston. And they had, they had like this tiny Bucky's. It was the smallest Bucky's I've ever seen. It was only really? about the, yeah, it was only about the size of, a, of a, like a Seven Eleven. It's a small Bucky's. Okay, I didn't know that existed. Go and, ahead. And everybody, all the car, and it's, and it's it says grand opening, you know. So it's not been there very long, and all the part, all the cars are in there. Right across the street, there's a Circle K, and nobody's there. And we remember <laughs> laughing, like, can you see the story of it? Dude's got the only circle, the only convenience store in town, and they put a Bucky's right across the street, I and know. now nobody's going to a stinking convenience store. I'd want to burn it. Yeah, yeah I'm like the guy, whoever owns that Poor place guy. is in there drinking, you know? I feel bad for him. Just to start, because nobody, yeah, if, you, if you're next to Bucky's, you're going to lose. I mean, you just thought, saw this, whoever owns that franchise, his dreams wither and die as he watched that Bucky's. And He's I got bet- the only damn mark, mark, quick mark in, in the town. <laughs> And you know what? I bet his restroom's filthy, and he has no customers. Yeah, those restrooms are always terrible. A guy probably goes over to Bucky's and like you know pees on the wall and stuff. <laughs> For sure, I would just to take out his refrigerator. I would. You ruined my life, you stupid beaver. Yeah. Anyway, well, cool. <laughs> like I'm Rudy, going to take a nap. You going to take a nap? All right. Today we'll see you. Uh, we'll well, s- tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Today. Hump day. Hump day. Tomorrow. Man, appreciate we're, you having We're me. getting there. Love you, man. Chris, Don. Rudy later. J, ESPN, the Sports Star Morning Show with Rob Thompson. Monday through Friday, 7 to 10. I do, man. My, my wife had to, you know, my wife had to have, to have the uh, convenience store talk with me again, Chris. Um, you're spending way too much at the between the 7-Eleven and the Circle K. And, and you're, each time, it's not gas, right? I don't get get well. I get gas twice a week. And I'm not buying smokes. You're not allowed to have kolaches. Can't have kolaches. But you've been maintaining your spending, so I just buy crap. I just I can't explain it. So well, and I get cash because of these meetings oh, I go to. I like okay. to have you got to have a little cash with you, and uh, and so I'll buy like a frapp. It's like a four dollar frappuccino, and then I'll get a five dollar bill out. So I gotta, I gotta do something about my convenience store spending. Don't want any more convenience store talks. And I go there every day to write. I, I do. I sit at the Circle K. I usually write a poem. <laughs> Cause that's my life, man. Is, is it a poem saying sorry for when you go home? Cause you spent at the sorry. Convenience store Ode to how sorry I am for all the money I spend at Circle K by Sean. Nevermore. Anyway, <laughs> I will spend nevermore at the Circle K. Rapping at Circle K's door. <laughs> Rap, tap, tapping at Circle K's door. Nevermore, I told Lenore.
the clerk behind the door. At the store. At the store. <laughs> God. This show is so stupid. <laughs> the Telltale Mart. <laughs> the Telltale Mart. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you spent too much at Circle K again, huh? Well, I got two convenience stores I had. I got the Circle K and the 7-Eleven across the street. Yeah. So I kind of I go between the two. I don't know why. I like variety, so I go between the two. Things variety in his convenience stores. I live such an exciting life. Because, a... you know, there's one convenience store. Yeah, that's great. But across the street, the way they rearrange their Slim Jims every Tuesday, <laughs> I find that very appealing. <laughs> then I found myself driving home past, con- well, no, what's the line? Started driving by convenience stores that weren't on the way home. <laughs> you know we got a problem. <laughs> I gotta take a break. Uh, <laughs> like the only person I know that has a fascination with convenience. Well, stores. I've worked in so many of them that I right. just, you know, I just, I don't know. It's like radio stations. I just have a fascination with them. They're so convenient. They're so convenient and expensive. <laughs> and we're back. Let's go ahead and take a listen to this Ted Cruz. Talk to Mayorkas about the uh, border crisis. Um, it is because uh, we are implementing the court's order in good faith. We are working with Mexico. It requires a bilateral re- relationship and an agreement. And I should also add... Have you or anyone on your staff expressed to Mexico to resist going back to this agreement? No. And I should also indicate to you, Senator, that Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, under the Sex Offenders uh, operation known as SOAR um, apprehended 495 individuals between June 4th and September 1st who committed sex offenses and were very focused on public safety. Thank you, Senator Cruz. Senator Hirono. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, that our immigration system yeah. is broken. This is uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, Director of Homeland Security. That uh, was being grilled by Ted Cruz there. Yeah, he was during the break. He was already letting him have it. Was he? Yeah, he was asking if you know Kamala's been down there, and right, and if any other Democratic senators have been down there. And Mayorkas wasn't answering the question. He was just upset the fact that Cruz was calling him cages. <laughs> That's what they called it when it, when it was Trump, right? When they were Trump's cages, they were cages. When Obama had the same cages, they were relocation facilities. Well, it's a bunch of crap, man. I mean, it's just, uh, they're just, they're, we've got now a new flood of, uh, migrants, illegal aliens who are coming over. There's hundreds every night, I'm, I'm being told, in two different locations along the border coming into Texas. And they're shipping them off to, uh, border, cruise border is broken, but you broke it. And you know, and, and I've heard this, that they're shipping them to states they feel they need in coming elections, like Florida, like Texas. And, Chris, have you read this, where they're, they're, shipping, they're coming in on bus loads in the middle of the night with no forewarning, no, you know, they don't call whatever given city they're dropping them off in or town. These buses just arrive and unload these people. So, and the infrastructure bill actually gives the illegal aliens a hell of a lot of money, free health care, all that stuff, man. There, This is all about cheating another election. This is all about cheating more elections. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're just releasing them into the country. They, they give them a bunch of cash, I believe. I've, I've read... I mean, it's it's a good living to break bus into America right now. Not if you're Canadian, from Canada. But coming up through the southern border, man, this president is going to take care of you. And you got to remember that when you get the right to vote. Uh, you know, I, it, it's madness. But uh, then that's the, the the people in power right now are so power hungry. That they don't care the fallout for on regular people uh, on taxpaying Americans' lives at all. We got American veterans living homeless on the streets with PTSD. 
and yet we're throwing all this free cash and all these services at folks who are here illegally. They're breaking the freaking law, man. We don't know who has COVID, who doesn't have COVID, and uh, they're they're dropping, they're dumping them in towns and cities across this country in the middle of the night, man, and not telling anyone. It's insane. It's criminal. Uh, and it's all about cheating elections. It's all about securing power. That's really what it is. And it, it ought to nauseate you and piss you off. It nauseates and pisses me off. So if you have any thoughts on that, give us a ring. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. What I had planned to talk about here is we, this is, uh, we, we have, uh, a college in, uh, in Virginia, Virginia, uh, Norfolk, Virginia, Old Dominion University, and we have a professor at Old Dominion University named Alan Walker. And Old Dominion have to, had to put out a a a uh, uh, put out a uh, uh, a statement distancing themselves from the writings and the opinions of Alan Walker, because Alan Walker believes and has written, he's a professor of sociology and criminal justice. Remember that. And he believes that you shouldn't stigmatize people who are attracted to children without acting on it as pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, man. Uh, and he's written a book uh, called A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People and Their Pursuit of Dignity. Minor Attracted People. It's saying calling somebody a minor attracted person is less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. He said this in an interview. A lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender, and it isn't true. And it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions towards minors. If you are attracted to minors, you are a freaking pedophile, man. I don't care if you act on it or you don't. Sometimes crap is just so upside down in this world, man. Good Lord. Hey, Ron, what's going on, man? Hello, Sean. Hey. You discussed it. I discussed it, too, just like you, and, mm. and, and ticked off. But um, at the end of the day, we're going to eat well, and we've got a lot of things to be thankful for. I'm just worried about the destruction in the meantime. What do you say, sir, about our actual genuine possibilities? I know when federal laws become federal laws, they tend to be kind of concreted. But if we do well, that is a conservative and Republican, if we do well, in the midterms and the next presidential election, and we have both houses. What is the, 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 the is there a conceivable chance that if these politicians stuck together, um, gosh, the last big one was the, the, the uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, the, the, oh my gosh. What's this? The, um, the infrastructure bill? When they, when they, the, when they outlawed liquor. Oh, prohibition. Right. Prohibition. Thank you. Gosh, I needed that. You're fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That got turned around. And then there's been some other bills that have been turned around, which were much less significant and smaller. Right. Historically. But uh, what if they grab hold? I mean, what they want to do is utter destruction so they can rebuild in their image. We know that. Right. And then. um, So what if we if in other words, we do well in the midterms. Uh, are we able to turn this stuff around? I would think so, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I hope so. Use it and pull the plug on it. And um, uh, right. like presidential executive orders, we can kill those in a heartbeat with the next president. Yeah. If they so wish. And We, we just yeah, go, we got to, the midterms are very important. And I, I got to run, but, but the midterms yes, are sir. very important to the future of this freaking country, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh Cherie, hang on. We'll be right back. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty. 
Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Why am I talking like this? It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And let's get a few calls in here. Cherie, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Yes, is this me, Cherie? That's you. you. Okay. You're on the radio. Uh, Yes. uh, The reason I was calling is none of us believe what they're doing is correct with paying out money to illegal citizens that are coming into into America. But what do we do about it? We just all talk, talk, talk. We all say it's not the right thing to do. In fact, it's illegal. These people came in here illegally. Why are we paying them when they came into our country illegally? Yes, they separated these kids from these parents, but were they really their parents? A lot of occasions they, they weren't. That's right. And so we were trying to protect the children, but you never hear anybody saying that. These kids were being brought in for human trafficking, but you never hear them say that was the right way to do. But now we're giving them money? Yep, Uh, we are. It's not right. I agree. I got to go, Sheree. I'm just getting low on time here. Thank you so much. Let's go to Richard. Richard, how are you doing? Hey, Sean, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, uh, just one of your last stories you had there, uh, all the purrs are not in the park in a trench coat anymore. <laughs> now they're in the college classroom, and they're the froth. Can you believe that? Minor attracted Can people. Can the world get any weirder? I, I need to quit asking myself that because I keep getting the answers. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Yeah, it's strange crap, man. Those poor pedophiles stigmatized by the word pedophile, man. They're minor attracted people, according to this douche in uh, at the at this university in Virginia. Uh, Shannon, Shannon, how are you? Just fine. Um, I was listening to the guy before, not about the pedophiles, but the one talking about how it's is it how we can change stuff unless we get a lot of those. Stigma Republicans out of there, it's going to be the same crap that we've always had. And even if we get Trump back in there, they're going to fight him at every angle because I hate to say it, but the Republicans and Democrats are on bed with each other on shipping and everything else. It's going to be the same old game. Yeah, well, it's the swamp. Yeah. Everything. You're right. It's the swamp. I mean, yeah. they, they needed, what was it, 13 Republicans voted for this piece of crap infrastructure bill? Yes, sir. You know, I mean, it's insanity. So you're right. I mean, we've still got to show up to vote. They're going to try to cheat because it's the swamp protecting itself is what it is. Yes, and, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's sometimes frustrating when you, when you think about what you actually you can do and what actual impact it's going to have. Because, uh, again, tr- Trump was the fly in the ointment, man. Trump was the one, the one president who came along who wasn't of the swamp and it scared the crap out of them. <laughs> they all hated him equally. And the thought, there's something wrong with our system that they vote their own races and they can run as long as they want to. That's, right. that's where the, the founding doctors messed up. Yeah, I, I agree. Man, we need term limits. I appreciate the call, Shannon. Yeah. Look at Patrick Leahy is just retiring and he's 81 years of age, man. Been there for freaking ever. <clears throat> You know, I'd love to see term limits. So, you know, uh, we're getting down to it. If you have any uh, further thoughts on immigration, illegal immigration, or anything else we've talked about, please give us a call. The uh, folks in the the folks in the uh, in the uh, 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 Rittenhouse case, the jurors are, are deliberating deliberating even as we speak. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I hope it goes our way. I hope that kid goes free. What are you laughing at, Chris? What makes you laugh? They're deliberately deliberating. They're deliberately deliberating. Because it's delicious. It's deliberation. I'm losing my mind. Losing? That was supposed to be the Dr. Pepper song, but I did it, I did it wrong. 
Two one two. <laughs> I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to? I actually sang, sang. I had an opportunity to sing the bearded lady song. I haven't had that opportunity in a while today. Yes. Lydia, oh Lydia, have you seen Lydia? Lydia, the bearded lady. <laughs> this show is so stupid sometimes. But that's why you people like it. And apparently a lot of you people like it, like this stupid show. You listen every day. You're listening to me right now at your office. My office, people. It's your Uncle Sean. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. All right, that's going to be it. If you want to email me and tell me I suck or I'm weird or, you know, stay off your stay off your lawn, uh, it's Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. And uh, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the Rittenhouse case, the deliberations end quickly and we got a verdict for tomorrow, man. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, Mr. Rudy T from ESPN, and, of course, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Thank you.